everybody. Are we officially live? I think so. Um, we're this is Hannah Hustle, first of all, the um I Know That's Right podcast. And I'm here with my girl, Tylee. Um, and we are discussing trending topics today. We decided to do a live update on Facebook um, for a portion of our podcast because we got a lot of support from this platform, um, a lot of un- unexpected support that we got from this uh, platform and what we have going on. So we thought that we should just kind of bring this live to you guys for the um, trending topics update of our podcast portion. Um, so we'll go ahead and hop into that. So as you guys know, tonight is the versus battle between Ashanti and Keisha Cole. Mm-hmm. And I see so many people saying Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole, Keisha Cole. But let's That's just this facts. run down this track list of like um, their <laughs> biggest hits. And let's We're not going to run down the whole track not list. Not the whole track list, but just the top five. Ashanti's coming with Foolish, Baby, Rain On Me, The Way That I Love You, and Rock With You. Keisha Cole. Um, okay, go ahead. Let me see. Um, is I should have cheated. Love. I remember. Trust and believe. And uh, play your cards right. Heaven sent. I mean, that right there alone is just like. I'm sorry. Fe- feature wise, Ashanti's a great artist. Feature wise, um, but as far as like her catalog of music, she not fucking with Keisha Cole. But I don't feel like her catalog of music. I feel like Keisha Cole has more songs than Ashanti. Mm. She has the better singing vocals than Ashanti. But as far as impact, mm. as far as accolades, as far as you not counting accolades, remember? It's remember? a different conversation. It's oh, different okay. artists. It's, it's a different okay. background story. Don't ask me who won mm. the verse between Gucci and Jeezy because you know <laughs> Gucci won. But we're not talking about that today. I'm sorry. We're talking about Ashanti and Keisha Gold, two women who never had no death behind their music beef. Mm-hmm. There is no music beef. No. So it's only about the impact of the music and how it sounds. Keisha yeah. Cole, I do think, has an amazing voice mm-hmm. that Ashanti can't do that. Yeah. But as far as like impact, accolades, like real vibes. Like if you play some Keisha Cole, mm. that's not finna bring me back to the daytime to smell. You play Ashanti, that's finna bring me back. No, no, I don't believe so. I think that um, with Keisha Cole, I can relate a lot to her music because I was a lot older listening to her music. going Not going through exactly what she was going through, but kind of touching on like getting into that age where I would be going through some of the shit she was talking about. Um, a lot of that uh, the way that I love you and stuff, I really didn't. And rock with you was like back when I was in like fourth grade. So that and, type but of the stuff. thing is, is, I was even younger than that, and I feel like yeah. it just hit even harder. Like you know, like because you a kid appreciating that you you a kid singing the way that I love you. You a kid mm-hmm. looking at your sidekick like, yeah, this nigga got me fucked up. Yeah, like like I feel like I don't like, even understand why I mean, people say that's one of her worst songs. I feel like that's her. I love be- you? Yeah, I feel like that's one of her best songs. Even as far as the the video, the music, everything. I feel like she put her okay. all into so, it, and she had content behind it versus being a hook, being a gimmick. Like she had content mm-hmm. and emotion in a song. Yeah, I feel like if I had to choose out of this, um, since I'm voting for Keisha. If I had to choose um, which song I would like most out of her catalog, it would be movie. But she does. Does she have that on here? Yes, yeah, she does. Um, it would be that one. But the one that everybody knows would probably be Rain on Me because of the video. Because of the video, I, I think it's going to be very close. By no means, I think it's going to be. But uh, what would you choose from Keisha Cole's side? What What would I choose from Keisha Cole's side? Okay, her her winners are definitely um, Let It Go. I remember, mm. and 
Okay, hold on. She got oh, love. I remember and let it go. Those okay. are the, Ashanti. Don't got nothing that's gonna come up against those. I feel mm-hmm. like one of her heavy hitters, and this may sound corny to a lot of people, is her chorus on "Boyfriend Girlfriend" with Seaside. Mm. Lately, I've been thinking about you going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That shit hit. That shit bring you back to house party. That shit bring you back to to block party. That shit give you a, a feeling, a moment. And fine. Ashanti yeah, don't got that. And I feel like that's one of the only chorus. Keisha Cole can bring to Ashanti's chorus catalog. Okay. But for Ashanti, it's, it's too many. Keisha Cole don't got this. Keisha Cole don't got this. No. And y'all also have to just uh-uh. think about, like, I feel like they're just in two different calibers of respect in the music industry. Where even Keisha Cole just a few weeks ago talked about how I performed at the BET Awards t- 10 years in a row and never received a BET Award. And, and that has nothing to do with her greatness, but it's just the impact of your music and how the industry viewed you. Like, as a consumer, you know, I feel my opinions, but there's also politics that go into these verses. And, you know, although, I don't think that the politics go into the verses, though. I think that the verses, the, the, the are, verses is more never, about, the verses themselves never yeah. announced. I think the it's winner, more about how the person's billboard comes the artist out with, made you feel, though. Like, even if we can have all of our opinions all day long, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's really about logistics when it comes to how something makes me feel. Like, I can't say that Ashanti's. Music makes me feel any type of way. I can't say that some of her music does make me think like, oh, damn, her video for Rain On Me was it hit hard because my mom went through domestic violence. So that was something about that. Um, And then as far as Keisha Cole's music, like I said, it was more of me just being older and me being able to relate to her music more. So, I mean, I think it's all about how it makes you feel. And I think music in general is subjective. Like, I don't think there's a realistic way to be like, this is the winner of verses because there's no way to tell somebody how they feel about music. You know, everybody Mm -hmm. has a different ear. Everybody has a different taste. It has a different genre. But as far as impact, Ashanti got that. Keisha Cole, she may experience, inspired some people, but Ashanti inspired a lot of people. She has like a whole impact and staple mm. in the culture. And I feel like Keisha Cole doesn't have that. I feel like when it's all said and done 10 years from now, I don't feel like people are going to bring up Keisha Cole to our kids as far as an R&B staple. I wouldn't bring up Ashanti either, though. You don't think so? No. Her impact, her, her impact for me just wasn't that strong. So she, you, so when she you didn't speak have a on your personal impact, impact it just, me, yeah, it just doesn't do it for me. She has a large impact for me on music, just the whole Murder Inc. run in general. Like I just feel like she was course, lucky to be a part of that, and I will. That's what I will say. She was lucky. Lucky. To, I think that she like would she be very mediocre, like she was after the whole Murder Inc. thing. She's, she wasn't mediocre. Oh my god, yes, she was, Tyra. Now you're just sitting here lying to yourself. I'm not lying. To she my barely god came out with any music after Murder Inc. She was lucky to be a she part didn't of that. Come out with any music because of the Baby, politics that's behind fine. it. But Lloyd did. That, but not, we gonna. That's a whole different story. And it's two different but situations. You don't think they were both a part of Murder Inc. How is a man in the industry are two? So if her impact was that much, she would have kept on making music, and she didn't. So obviously, I don't her, feel the she same because there, there's female she rappers like Charlie Bartlemore who are part of the Murder lucky. Inc. Who were one of a, a great female rapper because of what happened with the group that they are part of. They weren't able she to was keep lucky. striving. She was because lucky. when you go to labels, you're a liability now. You she have was lucky. this going on. Okay, she whatever. was lucky. Whatever. She was lucky to be. She was lucky Anyways, to even be running with Jaw Rules. Ashanti, she's not lucky to be running with Jaw yeah, Rules. She, ja Rule songs with that shit without Ashanti. He literally, he literally gave. They gave her the platform to do that, and literally, she was lucky to they even didn't have give her a label anything. like Ashanti that. gave them something because they were she selling was lucky Ashanti to, even have to J-Lo. A label like that. J-Lo was Ashanti. What songs uh, was did she lucky. release after she left them? 
Jayla was lucky. All right, was lucky. let's move on. Ja Rule was let's lucky. Let's move on. Irv was motherfucking let's move on. lucky. Not a Anyhow, that's who. That's, let's get into this. Um, these. Let's get into these. A murder Inc. Okay. The men. Okay. Was lucky. Let's get into these. Um, Don't land play. of a uh, ten thousand greats on Clubhouse. Um, I was actually just explaining this to someone last night. Actually, everybody that it, that I invite, I'm not sure about you. I've been telling them to um definitely follow our club. And definitely nominate other people if they know someone that we don't know that's from Minnesota on the app. Um, that's kind of like one rule that I've, I, I would say, I wouldn't say rule, but one suggestion. No, rule. The, yeah, the, it, that I've been giving people um, to just go ahead and follow us. So if you guys are on Clubhouse, it's an up and coming social app um, created in Silicon Valley, basically. Um, beta only, I think it is for right now. For right now, invite um, only. Invite only, and it's been um it's been rising right now on social media. I've been seeing a lot more people talk about it. Has the week is came, has the week the weeks have been going by. I've only been on there for about a month, I think, um, and I wasn't really like active like that on the clubhouse um, scene. But now I've been dipping more into it, listening to a lot more of it, and um, just kind of getting into it. So whoever is on clubhouse that's from Minnesota, definitely tap in with the land of a thousand grades. You guys can search that in the search bar and find our Minnesota club. It's basically just for Minnesota creatives like us, podcast podcast people, entrepreneurs, people that um, are in the music industry, all that stuff. Um, so just tap in with us. And I feel it's really important for us to just get on a platform like this and come as a collective to change the perceptive that people from other states have of us. When we come into Please a space- me out right now. <laughs> when we come into a space where there's people from Atlanta, our people from Chicago, our people from New York, they be like, oh, you from Minnesota, what y'all got going on there? Y'all mm-hmm. got black people there? Y'all got people who do music there? And we have so much of that that is crazy that people don't respect us and what we have going on here so we're trying to you know make our present known on a new platform and also for people who consider themselves the influencers or consider themselves entrepreneurs are just trying to have a digital platform mm-hmm. imagine if you were on Instagram since day one if you were able to come onto a Facebook Instagram or Twitter with an intention and set what you were trying to do so picture if you had your boutique you came on Instagram with that from the first day the app started you'll have a million followers now so I feel like this is a fresh start for everyone to get to where they're trying to go to set a tone for their business to set a tone for their podcast for their clothing line or whatever it may be and and to touch other people that you wouldn't normally touch on like standard social media as well you know what i'm saying because you could tap in with anybody you can go into rooms with anyone from all different parts of the world and i've learned that just being on there for these first couple of weeks that I'm touching people and listening to people that I have wouldn't have never done. Never been able to be in the same room and then even if I was in the same room as you, you're not gonna pay no attention to exactly. me just because of your caliber. And not to say I think less of myself, but I do understand there's levels to shit. I can't walk into a room with Akon and he's gonna tell me his upcoming story. But mm-hmm. he did that last night on Clubhouse yep. and I was able to hear every piece of it. I wouldn't be able to tell Travis Porter how their music impacted me. But mm-hmm. I was on Clubhouse. Right. You know, and it's just it's like I understand that it's social media and it's no different than Instagram, Twitter, or whatever. I feel like but, it's a lot different. In it. But your that, voice is powerful. Yeah, I think Being that Clubhouse- able to hear somebody's voice and use your voice yeah. is an amazing tool and it's so different. I you think that Clubhouse pretend. is really like a good innovative app and I think it's a good way to connect with people. I think that with Instagram, they already solidified. It's more like a follow me and not following you back. It's more of like a popularity contest on Instagram and kind of like on Facebook too when it comes to our local scene. But on Clubhouse, people really don't know who you are until they look at your full profile. So you can join a stage with someone who's in the music industry, A&Rs, anybody and you could, your voice could still be heard even though and you're just... valuable. That's, exactly. That, that's the important part. Your voice can always be heard anywhere because you have one but whether it's valuable or not 
It's, yeah. it's not available in every space in our clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Until someone does some extra deep digging, they don't know who you are. And that can be used two different ways. But if you're somebody who's up and coming and, and, and are wanting to get in these rooms and wanting to gain this information, it's mm-hmm. such a valuable app. And even for people who I would say who do have the app now, use your invites wisely. Absolutely. Don't, don't, don't invite your best friend because that's your Absolutely. best friend. Invite your best friend because they're on the, they, they have something going on and they want to utilize the app or I you agree. see what they can use it for. Don't add your best friend who you know is going to come on there and troll I because agree. that that's, also affects you, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's not productive, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like we need to start creating more productive spaces because I feel like Absolutely. even for people now, I feel like there's people within our cities who get a thousand likes on their Facebook pictures, but they, they're not a influencer or have a business. They just get likes because because they're popular. Right. Picture if they knew that popularity was important on social media and you can get paid for that and they went into a platform with that mindset. Right. If you know someone doesn't have that mindset, why invite them to yeah. some, to make I've money? I've been very, very stingy. Well, I'm not going to say stingy, but um, very considerate of who I've been inviting to the group. Like people that I know that have something going on within their lives, I've only invited just a couple of people or people that I know that can bring value to a lot of the groups that I see on there are people that I've been inviting to the group. Or even um, bring value to our group. Because yeah. one thing that's big even with our podcast our clubhouse in general is I feel like Minnesota is a place to be I feel like it's cracking I feel like it's Atlanta I feel like it's a Chicago I feel like it's a New York and I don't feel like we're quite there yet but I feel like it, we can we, get there we have all the qualities yes, I don't I don't, I don't feel like we, we have the setting I don't feel like we have the culture just yet but we have all the qualities and the working pieces to make it happen and you know what's crazy and is I that feel like we're, we're only two cities pieces. you know like in, in the surrounding cities it's so much of Minnesota that we haven't touched it's so we're down below in on in Minnesota. So we're, it's only two cities, and that's what's crazy that we we can we have the ability to have that impact, but it's only two cities in the surrounding. And I feel cities. like that's what's make us as major as these big cities. Because when we're talking about New York, we're talking about the whole New exactly. York. We're talking about New Jersey. New Jersey. We're talking about yep. Manhattan. We're talking Brooklyn. about all of that shit. When we're talking about Atlanta, we're talking about all that surrounding shit. We're talking about Illinois. We're talking about Kankakee too. Yep, Y'all got talent coming from everywhere, you yep. know. But with Minnesota, it's, it's from like the twin cities: cities. Yep. St. Paul, and Minneapolis. Period. And mm-hmm. it's and, and I feel like it's so important for us to show that and we can be so impactful. Even when people say Minnesota don't have their own sound. Like we're a melting pot. That's how our mm-hmm. music sounds. We're a melting pot. That's how our personalities come across. We're a melting pot. And I feel like it would just help like more than the culture, just everything for people to see a whole state that congregates over so many different cultures, so Absolutely. many different colors, so many different languages. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we're the best example of what the America should look like, to mm, be honest. Absolutely. Because there, there's places where black and white people can't be together, where black, white people can't be with Somalians or Asians. I grew mm-hmm. up in classrooms like that. It's not abnormal to me. But if we go to the South, if we go way, way, way over yeah. this way, South for sure. <laughs> way, way, way over that, that way, yeah. it's not normal. I've even been to Indiana. They're like a Somalian? Young? Yeah. What's South, that? The South, too. And to be honest, I've lived in states. I lived in Indiana. I've never even seen the owners of the Chinese spots. I've never seen the actual Chinese people that own it. So, you know, like, I'm just saying there's places where people aren't exposed to this mixed environment we have. And it really is a privilege to learn about cultures, be integrated in cultures. We have schools that are teaching kids at a young age how to speak Hmong, teaching sign mm. language. Like we're such Conversion, a, language conversion schools We're here. such a privileged state and we should yeah. use it to our advantage. Absolutely. Don't. I agree. 
Um, I think that we're going to move on and just uh, really quick touch on the um, mixer that we have going on um, in January. I'm not sure if everybody has gotten their ticket. If you didn't, we did close um, the ticket on Eventbrite, unfortunately. Um, we are going to be doing a mixer um, slash listening party for our um, podcast coming up. So the actual official episodes, um, not the trending topics episode of what we're doing now, the portion. Um, we'll be airing all of that stuff out at the dinner party. Um, it's going to be from seven to eight. So anybody that's VIP, um, they get to listen to the episodes that we've been working on. They get to um, enjoy some some of the stuff that people in general mention don't, unfortunately. Um, but we appreciate all of the support that we've been getting from social media. Um, we know that it's hard and we want to just build our audience. You know what I'm saying? Just to listen is fine. Um, and if you can do that, even if you didn't get a ticket, that would be great. And, you know, shout out to Liquor District, shout out to DJ K. Reeves, um, shout out to Green Screen Studio, you know, shout yeah. out to everybody on the reserve and everybody who's helping us make this possible. We yes, really do appreciate sure. you guys. And although this event is free, this is something that we want to keep ex executing at least once a quarter for sure. to become a networking event. You know, like I feel like just in general, we're big on building a community amongst each other where we don't always have to reach out to other states to become big. Because there's people here who are big, but we don't acknowledge them or know about mm -hmm. them. So we're just trying to really change the culture and how we work amongst each other. And honestly, and I didn't know there was a network in here. Like, there's not until last in here. But, but it is, though. Because last year when I started going to, like, shut up and rap, really look, like, really getting in tune and touching with the with the artists here, there is a net, there is a platform for networking here in Minnesota. But with the radio being gone, does that platform still exist? Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It does. And it, and it sounds weird because Shut Up and Rap, I think that was a big networking artist, like a networking event for um, a lot of the artists here, a lot of the people that are underground, stuff like that. But um, I'm not sure how that's going to look now going forward with that with 95.3 being gone. But um, it was, I think that we do have the platform to um, network here. And I think that people need to get out and actually support. I think that's the thing with Minnesota specifically. It's a popularity contest. Yeah. That, <laughs> that people don't, yeah, that that's people don't so get out and it's network. It's like because you're popular amongst your friends <laughs> or your high time, school colleagues, you're not popular in real life. And There's I'm proud a whole about world. this. I'm proud about this. But the only time that I've ever seen anybody, every and any and everybody get out and support is when we were rioting for George, George Floyd. That's the only time that I've seen everybody get out and actually participate in something and that right there just speaks volumes about it but that's but a different I conversation like that, I feel like that shows the shift in the culture we have here mm. I, you know like I just feel like and even like I've had conversations with people like oh Minnesota doesn't support but I feel like the my, people who I grew up in school with who are who I just didn't grow up with or you grew up with I feel like we're just a a different breed of people, especially yeah. in Minnesota. I have, I feel like we have a different drive. We've been exposed to different things. We have different ambitions. And yes. I feel like people who are of our age and within our age group are pushing for that shit. I feel like the people who are creating clothes are pushing for their brands to be big. I feel like these artists Aww. are pushing for their brands to be something. Are they nice? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, everybody. We love you boys. <laughs> but I just feel like everybody here who's doing something is really trying to do it. And I feel like, I honestly feel like the platform that we're trying to create and we are creating is going to be the bridge for that. I, I feel just like wonder why Queen don't got no profile picture. Come on. Hasn't had one in a long time. So the rest of you guys who don't have one, please add one. Yes, please. But I think we're going to get up out of here. Um, we are short do, on time. Do, Gabe, but. do we have time to touch on like one more topic? We good? Okay. Okay. Um, the last thing that we want to touch on is just her herb updates. Mm -hmm. Herb updates. Um, let me be the first to say that I didn't believe in Ari. That when I mm. seen her name on, 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 
mentioned as any kind of anything, I was instantly like, oh, she she's, she's bitter. She's she running her mouth. She was. She's doing this. That, she that fell was into me. the clickbait. I, I did clickbait. Click heavy on the, the clickbait. Click and I feel like um, as far as Herb's lawyer, as far as Shade Room, mm-hmm. Gossip in the City, and everybody yep. else, they intentionally Absolutely. mentioned Ari. They intentionally mentioned Tania to mm-hmm. have people tune into their pages. Yep. But like, you know, just- and then they would have a more with the Tania statement, or I think that's her name, Tania, um, La Latina, La- I think it is. But anyhow, Titanic. Um, <laughs> I don't know Latina looking ass. But anyhow. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> okay, okay. But no, let's be serious. But I think that um, intentionally with the clickbait situation, they intentionally, you know, put her pregnancy out there to have an even more hard driver for that. Are being bitter? You know what I'm saying? Like she's pregnant, so she's but being something bitter. that I caught on Facebook that I don't think everybody let's, caught. Yes, drop the spill the I guess when Herb went on Instagram, you know, returned to Instagram after being arrested, although I seen him on Clubhouse mm-hmm. and everywhere else prior to this. <laughs> he said, fuck Instagram, that got me fucked up. Yeah, he, he came back, he posted his pictures, and he went live, and one of his friends, a co-former friends mentioned, I guess he went live, like, kind of mentioning, like, yeah, so-and-so just got indicted for scamming, too, woo-woo-woo. Like, basically kind of throwing this person under the bus, although Whoa. it wasn't in court, it was on a public platform, and you're going through a case, so you're being he went watched. Live on Instagram? On Instagram, and Whoa. mentioned this, and this person on Facebook and on Instagram told Herb, like, hey, I didn't go to court for scamming, I ain't pay my taxes, but why you throwing me under the bus? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, but why you throwing me under the bus? And then he mentioned that um, prior to this, I have heard rumors about Herb having a side fling with the Chicago stripper that this man kind of confirmed, like, what, you mad at me for us dealing with the same Whoa. female? If anything, I told her you you was solid. He said, keyword, was don't oh. mix me up in nothing. And then he went on to say that oh, he- you got the screenshots today? I, oh. You got the screenshots? I got the screenshots, okay. but we just live and I don't want to exit out in the comments. Yeah, I got that. I need that. Got all the screenshots. Got the mm-hmm. whole story. And then he went on to say that he feels like her lawyer went as far as saying Ari's coming in as a witness to Nia's pregnant. They're engaged in Herb's favor and to also take mm. attention off her. Because as you know, that Ari felt like people don't really support Herb. They're so infatuated with her. That's why they're paying the case attention. I think Herb, yes, people don't pay attention to Herb. They pay attention to Ari. People wouldn't have been talking about this case as much until you know what? they came out. Ari Fletcher You're right. is a witness or coming in as no, a witness. Now real. it's viral in Donna Shade Room. That's if real. Herb was just going to Kurt court and Ari wasn't involved in May I hit a few it, blogs but it wouldn't have been mm, trending on Facebook Twitter and Instagram no, at the same time for I several hours that. without Ari I do think that I do think that to a certain extent I think she's a little too full of herself though it, it's, but it, it, let me she, explain. she let me adds explain. to it she let makes it bigger it would have been big but she makes it what bigger we talked and about that's last true. week I think that she I think that it is more of a a, a, a social media thing but I think that um it does have a point because Casanova's case isn't as big in the media as Her- Herb's And case. it's a more real so case. So you're right. Herb is fighting white-collar crime. So if, you're right. If he goes to jail, it's not going to be more than five years. And if he is sentenced to five years, he's definitely not serving that long. Yeah, Casanova is facing fighting murder real charges. time gun charges, yeah. drug charges, and nobody's paying no attention facts. because there's no IG model yeah. or influencer that is behind it. So yeah, Ari's right in that point, and I feel like Herb knows that. So if Herb does choose to go in there and say too much mm. or, or 
or insinuate at the wrong thing, people aren't going to pay that much attention because there's essentially bigger people involved. More, mm. People are more concerned on whether Ari snitch than Herb snitch. Because even if Herb does tell, I feel like that will fly under the radars if because Ari's involved. She's yeah, a bigger But she already entity. put herself out there. Like, I'm not taking a stand. I'm not saying nothing. So I don't, I don't have nothing to do with this case. I, I don't... Now, I, did, I got questions. I don't think she is. Yeah. I, I don't think she is. But now, like, just with seeing what all's going on, and also with something Casanova said in the Breakfast Club interview, it's like if you a millionaire and you really made it out of like the struggle, and you fight fighting a Rico case, especially with something that's as subjective as Herb, like it's it's too many people involved. Like, are you really going to go to jail that's for what something I said. you don't got to go to jail for? Yeah. But when you look at it, he doesn't have to go to jail. I would for just it. let them. I let I would let the lawyers and the and the, and the judge and the prosecutors do their do, job. Do they job when it comes to that because at the end know. of the day that all shit I... went through too much too many hands too many people all of that shit i would just let the the prosecutors and shit do their job on that one i feel but then i feel like people i feel like why nervous. snitch for 500 why snitch for five years if you if you're only facing six years then why snitch and on top of that just let they do just let them do their job what let them white people do their job like at the end of the day there's no reason for herb to snitch at all i don't i, I hope he don't I really There's hope no you don't. But why There's would you no go live running your mouth a little bit? Yeah, too that, much? that was it. That was I went to court for taxes, sir. Yeah. I went to but um you guys can follow us on our like page and we will post links to the screenshots oh, and of our topics. Yes, by the way, um we'll be doing this um live portion for the trending topics every Saturday around this time. Um we usually start recording around like two or three. So we'll be doing this pretty much every Saturday. And then you guys can also follow us on our like page and listen to our portions of the actual podcast when they're available um on Apple Music as well. So I think that we're gonna sign off now because we're short on time. Um, but you guys can catch us on the like page and we'll see you guys in January. See ya. See ya.